morning to you. <clears throat> We're in John chapter 20 today. I know that last couple of days in the videos, I've uh, kind of diverted from the Gospel of John. <coughs> Excuse me, we were out of town for the weekend. I uh, had a wonderful time in Swords Creek, Virginia, and found ourselves back in Thomasville. Had a pretty late night last night. A good night, but a pretty late night last night. And yesterday I shared um, some thoughts with you about um, fruit, more fruit much fruit and legacy fruit <clears throat> from John 15 and from our experience in Virginia this past weekend. So anyway, I was out of uh, John and I think maybe Saturday, what's today, the 20th, so I think maybe John 18, and I think John 17 was the last devotion I brought from the Gospel of John. And so and in these morning morning times with you, uh, man, we missed the crucifixion. <laughs> well, we didn't miss it. You've been reading. Um, I was talking to Vicky this morning before I left the house. And um, today, John chapter 20 is what we're reading. And it's concerning the resurrection. Thank you, Lord, for the resurrection. And she said when we were in Virginia, she was talking with um, one of our hosts, our hostess, Karen Bostick. Hey, Rosie. And she said that she and Karen were talking and uh, Vicky was just talking about the crucifixion. She says she just started crying. And really, if you if you read about the crucifixion of Jesus and what Christ did for us and who we were before him and how undeserving we were of his grace and mercy and his love and sacrifice, uh, it really should draw us to tears. Um, you know, sometimes I, I get concerned about, I often say this, like, you know, we got over being saved. Well, I really don't think you can get over being saved, but I think sometimes we've been saved for so long, some of us, that we, um, you know, we kind of neglect the cross. And yet Paul said, the one thing I preach is the cross. So anyway, I didn't miss the crucifixion. You didn't miss the crucifixion. But in these uh, morning encouragements, um, I didn't touch on the crucifixion because I was doing something else. Um, so anyway, today is John chapter 20. The crucifixion of Jesus is important. Just before he went to the cross, in John 13, it said, when he knew his hour was come, Jesus came. Remember, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. So, anyway, so Jesus, in the gospel narrative, Jesus was crucified. And in John chapter 20, we find ourselves um, in the resurrection. So Jesus raised us from the dead. You say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, for raising from the dead. So Jesus raised us from the dead. And his disciples are confused, his disciples are afraid, his disciples are in turmoil. His disciples that evening find a place, they go and close the door and they're hunkered down. And the night of the resurrection, sometime during that night, Jesus appears unto them. Right, go back and read John chapter 20. I need to skip down because time won't allow us to walk through every verse of, of these passages, remember. So in John chapter 20, verse number 19, Jesus comes to them and Jesus says, Peace be unto you. Because they were afraid. They were discouraged. They were distraught. They were confused. They didn't have, like, the true revelation yet of what Jesus was going to do. So he says, peace be with you. And then verse 20, the Bible says they were glad. Can you imagine? 
can you imagine being that fearful, that confused? They're probably, I don't know, but they're probably sitting around talking about Jesus and talking about the, the, the events of the last night and that day and trying to piece everything together and what did he mean when he said that and he said he was going to go away and but I thought this was going to happen and, and then that happened and then all of a sudden Jesus is there have you ever been confused in your life have you ever been afraid in your life have you ever been discouraged in your life and just like that it seems like Jesus walks through a closed door Jesus walks through the wall Jesus walks into your situation and then Jesus said to them, peace be unto you. And then the Bible says in verse number 20, they were glad. Then it's interesting. Verse 21, he says, peace be unto you again. So it's the second time in three verses. He says, peace be unto you again. And then he said, as the Father has sent me. Now he's already talked about being sent earlier, the night before he was crucified. As the Father has sent me, so send I you. Well, Jesus was sent. He was a sent one. The word is apostelos, one sent on a specific mission. So Jesus was sent to seek and to save that which is lost. So now Jesus is saying at his resurrection, the same as I was sent, I'm going to send you. Now, fast forward 40 days and then 40 days from resurrection, Jesus is going to ascend and at that excuse me, ascension, at that ascension, Jesus gave what we call the Great Commission. Preach the gospel to every creature, Mark chapter 16, and then Matthew 28, go and make disciples of all nations. So what was Jesus saying? The same as I was sent to preach good news and to preach repentance because the kingdom of heaven is here, I'm now sending you. Do you see that? Now we represent. We're representing. That's why Paul came back later and said that we are ambassadors of Christ. We represent Jesus. Hey, how are you representing today? How are you representing today? When people see you, when people know you, do they get a glimpse of Jesus? So Jesus says, just as I was sent, I sent you. Watch this now. Then in John 20, 22. And um, in John chapter 20, verse number 20. Some of you are coming on. Can y'all do like a thumbs up or a, or a comment? Uh, like, hey man, keep doing these videos or stop doing these videos. I'm going to keep doing as long as the Lord tells me. But at least I know you want me to quit doing them. Um, so in John 20, 22, now here's what, here's what it says. It says Jesus breathed on them. <sighs> Jesus breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. The word receive there means to accept or to take for your own. Now watch this. Receive you the Holy Ghost. Hey, Brother Mike, remember at creation when um, when God created man and then God put him to sleep and then took from his rib, from his side a rib and created a woman. Then it says, watch it, then it says God breathed on them. God breathed on them and they became a living soul. Now watch this. So now his disciples, whew, I just got God bumps. So his disciples now the night of his resurrection, Jesus breathes on them and says, receive you the Holy Ghost. And let me just ask you a question, okay? Because this is going to challenge some of you. And um, I, I promise, look at me in the eye, I promise I'm not trying to be divisive. I promise. Uh-oh, we're back. I had just a little bit of hiccup here in my Wi-Fi, I guess. I promise I'm not trying to be divisive. But these scriptures have been misunderstood and sources of division for many, many years what I'm about to say. 
When Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost, take for yourself, what do you think happened? They received the Holy Ghost. Breathe. <sighs> Receive the Holy Ghost. What do you think happened in Genesis when Adam and Eve were breathed upon God? They became a living soul. Watch me now. So these disciples, those that had gathered in that room, when Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive you the Holy Ghost, they received the Holy Ghost. That's the only thing it can mean. If we try to make it something, say something else, we're, 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 we're doing a disservice to the text. Remember, just a few days before, Jesus said, I'm going to go away. I'm going to send another comforter, somebody just like me. And I just went back and read it. John 14 and John, John 14, verse 16 and 17, Jesus said, He shall be in you and will abide with you and stay with you. No, just watch, okay? Because this is before Pentecost. I'm going to slow down, okay? These disciples, Jesus breathed on them and said, Receive you the Holy Ghost. What happened? They received the Holy Ghost. Now, if you go back and look Old Testament and New Testament, there's a twofold working of the Holy Spirit. There's an inner working and there's an outer working. Go back and read the Old Testament. Go back and study the Old Testament. Inner working and outer working. Go back and read Ezekiel, what God said he was going to do. Go back and read Joel, what God said he was going to do. So now, so now fast forward. Fast forward, okay? Receive you the Holy Ghost in today's reading. And they receive the Holy Ghost. Now, fast forward to um, the ascension. The ascension. So now we're going to go forward because Jesus was on the earth for 40 days. And then he ascended. So at the ascension, Luke chapter 24, Jesus is talking to his disciples. In verse 24, verse number, chapter 24, verse 46, he said unto them, Thus it is written, and, that, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to raise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. So he says, I'm getting ready to send you out. And then he says, and behold, I send. I am going to send the promise of my Father upon you. Can, see, can you say upon you? Now, in the upper room did the Holy Spirit come upon them. He came within them. So now, 40 days later, these disciples, whom he had breathed on and had received the inner working of the Holy Spirit... Now he says, Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but you wait in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued, clothed with power from on high. Now, now, uh, Luke records that Jesus said it like this in Acts 1-8, But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. I gotta tie this bad boy together because this is like a two hour teaching in like in ten or fifteen minutes, okay? So at the resurrection, Jesus said peace. He already told them before he died, um, I told you these things that in me you have you might have peace. Bad times are coming, now bad times are here. They think bad times are there, but really it's a joyful resurrection. Peace. Every Christian ought to walk in peace. And number two, every Christian ought to walk in power. Now here's what I here's what I want you to see. And you study it out for yourself, okay? You be a Berean. You study it out for yourself. I believe at the moment of salvation, when we're regenerated, born again, I believe the Spirit of God comes and dwells within us. When we're born again, born of the Spirit, I believe the Spirit of God now moves inside our body and tabernacles 
dwells and lives within us just like Jesus said he would. And that's what I believe happened in John chapter 20, verse 22. Now go back and read it. He breathed on them and said, receive you the Holy Ghost. Now did they receive the Holy Ghost? They had to have. And then 40 days later, he told the same people, go back and read it. The same people wait in Jerusalem because you need to be endued with power from on high. And he said in Luke chapter number 24, about the Spirit coming upon you. Do you see that, Mike Smith? I know you do. Why? Because we need the Spirit of God to come upon us. The inner working of the Holy Spirit, sanctification, fruit-bearing, growing in our lives. We need that, right? The inner working of the Spirit produces love, joy. What's that third one? Peace. And then... Paul mentions those other fruit pieces of the fruit of the Spirit and says, against such there is no law. The law can't produce love. The law can't produce joy. The law can't produce peace. No, Jesus, by his Spirit, produces peace in our lives. That's the inner working of the Holy Spirit. But we also need power. Because Jesus knew that if we were going to be witnesses, which comes from the word martyr, if Jesus knew that we were going to be witnesses, and he did. If Jesus knew we were going to preach the gospel, and he did. If Jesus knew that we were going to obey him and make disciples of all nations, and he did. If we're going to do that, he knew we needed his power. And so the Holy Spirit at the day of Pentecost came upon us. Study it out. The child of God, there's an inner working of the Spirit and an outer working. Unfortunately, many Christians get a little bit confused there Many, many Christians walk in the inner working, sanctifying work of the Spirit, but they've never received the coming of the Spirit upon their lives to endue us, to clothe us, to empower us with the Spirit of Jesus to do what God called us to do. Father, I pray in Jesus' name for your peace. I pray in Jesus' name for your power. Lord, I pray this word is not divisive. I pray this word is unifying. I pray, Lord, that somebody is watching or somebody will watch at some later point that, that maybe has never received. They've never had the old, the old writers call that a second blessing, a second blessing, whatever people call it, Lord. I remember when it happened to me, I pray that some, even if people don't understand it, I pray that you will endue those that are watching and those that will watch, endue them with power from on high to be witnesses like you call us to be in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Hey, man, y'all have a good day. Have a great day. Have a Jesus-filled day. Hope to see you again. I'm pretty sure. I was asking Vicky, where do we go from here? Not sure what, what text we'll start reading after here. We've got John 21 tomorrow, which is going to be awesome. And, um, hey, send me some comments. Send me some com comments. Thank you, Rosa. Send me some comments. If, you, if you're blessed by these videos, share them. Put them on your on your on your Facebook page. If you don't like them, don't share them. You can just hit delete. If you want to snooze me for 30 days, hey, Sister G, if you want to snooze me for 30 days, hit that button and snooze me. If you want to unfollow me, then uh, then just unfollow me. Um, but this is an area platform. I think the Lord is, or, or talk, 
the Lord's reminded me that there's a platform that can be used to reach more people with the good news. And so I'm just, I'm just going to do it. All right. Hey, y'all be blessed. I see some Filipino brothers and sisters that are coming on. I'll see y'all in about, I'll see you all in about five or six weeks. Sister Juliet, uh, I've been, uh, um, uh, Facebook messaging your husband recently. Uh, I'm, I'm glad for the revival service he has planned and for the pastor seminar. Praise God for the pastor seminar, praying for uh, legacy fruit to come from the few days that I will be with you in Tacloban Leyte. God bless all of you and have a good day.